Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. North Korea now has reported a suspected COVID case. And this is after, you know, the beginning of this pandemic. We did see how they had done some pretty interesting moves in trying to control and minimize any COVID spread. But the fact being that now they do have some reported cases and some clusters is an interesting point of, of talk. Now the UK is imposing a quarantine for those returning or coming from Spain that has stayed some time there from when the pandemic has started, but they are normally uh, UK citizens. And Norway is joining in on this as well. But the difference is, is that there's a 10-day quarantine in Norway and there's a two-week in the UK. And this will be applied until August 20th. And now Spain is seeing a huge second wave, which is causing a lot of stress and worry about their, uh, their tourism recovery. Because a lot of parts of Spain is heavily influenced by the tourism that they get because of how heavily, how, how much history is in place in Spain and how much it just is pretty interesting and all the architecture. So they have some worry about how the tourism will kind of fall back from all this as they are seeing a second wave. In some U.S. cases, there's 4.3 million confirmed as well as 2 million recovered, 149,000 deaths. And Dr. Fauci is now saying that Tennessee and Ohio may be problem states if they don't open carefully in accordance to set guidelines by the CDC and by the government. And something a little closer to home, Marlins home opener against Baltimore was canceled after 12 players and two coaches test positive for COVID. And apparently, in some baseball related news to this, you know how Dr. Fauci had threw the first ceremonial pitch for the Nationals game? Well, apparently Trump had said something that he was invited to the New York Yankees to throw, to throw out their first ceremonial pitch, which the, the New York Yankees then responded saying, no, we did not invite him. And he wasn't at all one of our picks to even try and get a ceremonial first pitch at all. So that's also kind of, I think it's a little funny. I think it's a little, I, I it's, it's a nice light thing during this whole COVID that, he kind of tried to shimmy his way into it and they immediately shut it down. Like, no, we didn't, we didn't want that. And New York and the New York authorities are now investigating the Chainsmokers concert for lack of social distancing. This was supposed to be a charity drive held in the Hamptons. And I've seen videos while looking for it and people are shoulder to shoulder, maskless, enjoying the music. So they're obviously disregarding social distancing. They're also disregarding normal health rules at this point. The fact that a lot of them, and none of them are wearing hazmat suits, by the way. They're just completely open to the environment, just enjoying the music. I just want to get you guys' thoughts and opinions on this, because honestly, this kind of goes everywhere from opening, closing new cases, some cheeky things that happened that apparently we didn't know about, and some lies every now and again. And quite frankly, I just want to get your guys' point on this. I mean... Going back to the point on the Miami Marlins, I mean, I've kind of been saying this for about a month now, how if these sports keep on ho- opening up, that cases of their athletes and their staff are going to go up. I mean, it, it's just I foresaw it. I, it's it's so terrible that this is happening, especially to our home sports team, the Miami Marlins. I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to them. I hope they recover soon. But I mean, this is really telling for the rest of team sports, because if the Miami Marlins cannot recover and need to drop out of the season, I mean, who's next? Is it the Dolphins in the NFL? Is it the Panthers in the NHL? I know I'm using Florida sports teams, but still this could apply to any other team in all of sports. I mean, this is going to be really telling how the MLB handles this. And if, you know, well, bubble leagues, as we see, are kind of starting off with the NHL and the NBA. And we're seeing the NFL also trying to kind of copy the MLB, not doing a bubble league at all. So this could be telling as to what the NFL does. So I'm interested to see what happens with them. And it's going to be very telling to see what happens with team sports in general after this Miami Marlins debacle. Yeah, I'm also very interested to like to see exactly what exactly happens with everything. And by the way, the whole Trump and, and New York Yankees New York Yankees thing that's hilarious that he actually believed that he was going to get away with that and the New York Yankees were like nah dude no 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 backtrack you weren't invited you weren't invited dog 
Come on, you weren't even an option. Get out of here. Another thing is the chain smokers. Mm. Mm. Come on. All these influencers need to learn how to, you know, social distance. We're in a pandemic. Come on. Come on. Just learn a simple rule. Yeah, and Governor Governor uh, Cuomo even said that this is completely out of line, that they're not going to let this reckless behavior happen. And we're just seeing so many things from parties that have 700 guests in it in New Jersey to people in California just thinking that because they're young and they have some sort of clout, they're safe from COVID. And even this now, this was supposed to be a charity drive-in concert. It was a drive-in concert. It wasn't supposed to be anything. It's like the drive-in movies where you sit in your car and you enjoy it. No, people got out of their cars. People started going there and people started just enjoying the music right in front of the actual bass. And I don't understand. And I think it's pretty, it's just so reckless. It's actually just hurting my brain, the idea of like thinking of it. And I just, I don't get it. And still, again, great point. We're seeing so many so-called influencers and people just in the media completely abusing their influence and not essentially caring about who they're influencing. Normally, these people have a fan base of kids who are quite young, because I know that's for some fact it goes around from like eight to nine to like, depending on who the person is, maybe in like their 20s, depending, depending. And they're still influencing this huge, this, this vast majority of people, influential people, let alone, especially kids, because when you, kids are, they're sponges, as we always been told, they kind of get whatever you tell them and they absorb it and they maneuver it in their brains, however they interpret it. And the fact that being that they're seeing people that they really admire, depending if it's a TikTok star, YouTube star, whatever, it's pretty damaging, especially during this pandemic, because you should be at home showing a good example, showing a good example on how to protect yourself and how to keep every, everybody else around you protected. And the fact being that they're kind of being a little reckless, quite frankly, this problem with the chain smokers wasn't exactly their fault, but they also didn't stop it when it was happening, which is kind of where it sets a line in because the people did themselves get out of the car, but there's also videos from their perspective where you see the whole crowd essentially and they look like sardines packed and they didn't stop people from getting out of their cars they didn't stop people from being there so that's kind of where the whole problem comes into into play that they enabled it they let it happen so again i'm just kind of hoping that we see a turnout with influence influencers that they actually become good in the fact of influencing people because Right now, we don't need this type of problems. You already have half of the state that thinks that masks are not needed when they're very much so needed. And I think at this point, we should just see where it all rolls out and we just hold our opinions for that matter. But when we come back, we're gonna talk about some different topics, not really COVID talk. And we're gonna talk about Dancing with the Stars here on the Youth, Sam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? 
text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. We'll be back with Good Morning, Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. And so far, Dancing with the Stars coming back into production for their 29th season in September. Now, the date is, however, said to be flexible, depending on how severe the safety protocols change in LA, which is where Dancing with the Stars is based in, where they filmed at. And not much is really known about how they'll enforce it, how they'll enforce the distancing, how they do all of that, because Dancing with the Stars, well, obviously it's dancing. And you do have to deal with choreography and you have to do have to deal with a lot of other problems and a lot of other challenges that kind of show up every now and again. I don't personally watch it all of the time. I'm not a religious watcher. I watch it every now and again. And I, I watch it mostly with my mom because I think it's interesting. And we both like seeing the dances that they do. But fans are unsure if dancers will have to wear a mask while dancing or if partners and their crew will quarantine together. And quite frankly, ABC is kind of keeping the fans on the edge of their seat. They're completely just blocking it out. They're not letting them know anything other than the fact that it is returning. And that some longtime hosts, which has shocked fans, Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews, will be leaving the show. And they will, they will be replaced with Tyra Banks. And two for one, I guess. Tyra Banks has a lot of notoriety, though. She might bring in some new fans as well as the fact that she is pretty eccentric and she is pretty loud and she is pretty entertaining to watch. So maybe they wanted to get a whole new change, a whole new fresh pace to kind of have Tyra in there and make everything feel new again. But I just, I don't know if you guys watch Dancing with the Stars. I don't know if you've seen a couple shows or whatever, episodes, not shows. So I'm just kind of wondering, where do you guys kind of lie on this? Do you think that it's nice that they're going to come back? How, how do you feel about this, quite frankly? So, like, my mom is a huge fan of Dancing with the Stars. She loves it. She watches it all the time, every time it's back. I get completely annoyed by it because I can't stand the show. But, you know what, like, I, I'm just, 
I just let her watch it. Sometimes I'm just like, can, can you not watch it here in, in the, with like the like the biggest volume? But it's whatever at the same time. Um, something I realize, I'm kind of shocked that the they replaced like the the host. Um, what's his name again? Tom Bergeron uh, and Aaron Andrews. Yeah, because they've been hosting it for so long, and that's gonna look so weird with Tara Banks. If I'm being honest. Around 15 years, they've been hosting together. So, yeah. yeah, they have been hosting for a very long time. Since we were basically born, all of us here in the U.S. Wow, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Um, and I kind of want to – I kind of do want to see what they're going to do with the whole dancing thing because dancing is a very close thing you have to do with people. So I wonder how you're going to, you know, social social distance that type of thing. I mean, but also, Gerald, I really want to go back on the point. I'm not a Dancing with the Stars fan at all. I have never watched the show, and I can't really give my opinion on it. But from what I know, it's a very popular show. I know a lot of people love the hosts, and I know the dancing is pretty cool, but I'm not into that type of stuff. But Tyra Banks as a host, I mean, I didn't really like her. Uh, as a host on America's Got Talent, I really did not like her. I thought Nick Cannon and Terry Crews are much better hosts than her. But hopefully she could find a home with Dancing with the Stars. I know she is a prominent host on, what's that show, Project Runway. I think, uh, please, I'm going to probably get crucified if I get that wrong. But I know she's really good at that show. So hopefully she can bring some new energy to this show. But it's kind of sad that the, those hosts leave because that's kind of what I knew know um, Pat Monahue and... Aaron Andrews for like Dancing with the Stars and also maybe you know America's Funniest Videos because that's kind of the pretty much the only things I know them for. That's a fair enough thing and I think it was actually America's Next Top Model Mario. I don't think it was Project Runway yeah. Oh wow oh no <laughs> I'm gonna get crucified on Twitter oh no. No it's it's okay Mario it's okay I think I think you I think you had the spirit of it and at this point as long as you have the spirit it's all that matters but I think okay. this was a yeah, I think it's really good points, but I also know for a fact that with dancing, it is considered a sport because it is gruesome to the body and it is pretty in intricate and it is interesting to watch. So I understand the fact being that with sports teams, you don't have to wear a mask because you are playing. So maybe they will consider the same guidelines with that. Who knows? And I'm also kind of wondering because whenever everybody's done dancing, they all line on the stage and they all are just waiting for their scores and their their reactions from the audience and such things. So how will that pan out? How will will it be six feet? Obviously it would have to be six feet, but obviously the stage is not wide enough for six feet all around. So would it be a couple in the back standing? Not a couple in the back, but you know, like a few groups of people standing six feet apart in front of them in a six feet distance, the same type of situation where they're more in rows and not just in a line. So I'm interested, I don't entirely know. I mean, I think with all of these new changes, it's definitely safe to say that it's gonna be interesting to watch, especially because it's in the middle of a pandemic and nobody really knows how they're trying to maneuver this. It's again, as I said before, ABC and BBC over in Britain, obviously. They're just completely keeping quiet to all of this. They don't really want to expose anything extra. They want to keep fans interested. They want to have a mysterious lining to it, either that, or they're still figuring out the guidelines and how everything is working. Because again, they haven't really spoken about much of it. They've only just released that, depending on how LA is doing, the date might move from September to a couple other months or maybe even to 2021, depending on how severe it is. So, I mean, I think the fact that they are waiting so far and they are kind of seeing how everything is maneuvering and they are kind of just on the wind of it and they are looking and seeing how they can maneuver everything. I think it is a good sign that everybody will be as safe as possible that everybody has their own protection essentially. And that I do hope that they will have the partners and their own individual crew quarantined together because that would be one of the smartest things to do because it would ensure that people around you are safe as well as who you might be coming in, into contact with. I can only assume that they will not have an audience. They normally do have a live audience, 
expect. I only assume they will not be doing that again. They have not spoken about that either. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued. I'm, I think I might watch, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going to watch a couple episodes of this when they, when this does come back in September or in a later date, kind of interested to see how they maneuver everything, not going to lie to you. And I mean, does this kind of give you the fact being that there's a mysterious element to it, that it is a little bit clouded, that you're not entirely sure what's happening, that you are a little kind of not connected to essentially whatever, whatever, whatever they're selling you, because again, they are being a little secretive on this. Does this kind of urge you to watch it at least a couple episodes and it does start up again? This might have some more views on it when it does come back up again because of this. Listen, I'm not too much of a dancing fan, so I don't think I'll be checking this out anytime soon. My parents, maybe, but I don't think this is my type of show. And I really am glad that they're bringing this back for the people who are, you know, really, really into this show. But me personally, I don't think I'm going to be watching this. I'm I'm probably going to, like, watch, like, one or two episodes with my mom and then stop because I, I do want to see how they would do that. Like, how do you social dish? How do you social distance? Sorry, I couldn't English for a second. Like, I, I don't understand how you would social distance that. But and I don't know. I think it'd be very like, uh, you know, very interesting to see comp- overall. Like, bro, like, imagine that would they have to like be quarantined like they did with the nba players like quarantine them for a little while then let them practice or something i I don't know dude that's gonna be look really weird it's gonna look very weird actually yeah and keep in mind we have a whole camera crew we have all that that also might have to quarantine just because this is just so much more in depth because they're they're a little closer together than they are in the nba and I, I still, I don't even know how this would pan out either. I'm so intrigued to at least catch a glimpse of this when it comes back. And a whole bunch of people in the actual show, like the producers, are saying that there's some crazy stuff that are going to be happening this season. So let's see how crazy it really gets, depending on what they mean by crazy and depending how crazy they mean, if it's in the fact of the guidelines, if it's in the fact of the themes, who even knows at this point anymore? It's, it's kind of interesting. And I'm definitely going to be at least watching one episode, as I said before. Maybe I might get hooked this season because of how eccentric they've played it out to be. We'll see. We'll definitely see. But when we come back here, we're going to talk about some school stuff because you guys forgot we are in high school still. I know it's crazy. Summer break is like not even a break anymore. Here on the Youth, I'm Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I do all of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? 
Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's hang up on us. Just tell me, no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. Hey, Platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Anthony's nothing a peasant. And you're listening to Slam Radio, Series 6M145. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. In the city of Jefferson, Georgia, they're planning now to have in-person classes beginning Friday. And most of Georgia is still in phase one, which means only online schooling is permitted. Now, since this declaration, <laughs> puns, it is now the first school district in the nation, well, one of the first school districts in the nation to begin in-house learning. And to no surprise, this has brought up countless of debates from people who haven't been to school in 50 years to teenagers being faced with the pandemic and their studies. And it's kind of interesting because who's, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think the teenagers who have to go to school in the middle of a pandemic have a more reliable opinion and source take from this, but who knows? And not only that, but Jefferson on a daily has countless of new cases every single day. And the fact being that they did not make masks mandatory in schools, which has also divided the local students while there's two incoming seniors who have created a petition to for mask requirement, there's a whole other combating petition urging masks to remain a choice. Obviously, we live in one of the so-called epicenters. I see, you know, Mario and Gerald waving their masks. My mask is over there, and I'm the one in there. But I'll, I'll, I'll bring it out when you guys are talking. But I just kind of want to see your points. And quite frankly, how would you feel comfy in school? What's your, what's your comfy level going back to school, quite frankly? Because again, Florida is one of the epicenters, but it also is well, where we live most, most, most really, quite frankly, couldn't speak for a minute, where we live is still in phase one, which means that only in online is permitted. So how would you feel completely comfy, comfortable, whatever, going back to school and learning again? Listen, I am really divided on the issue of going back to school because on one hand, it's safer for everybody. We live in a very big school with a lot of people in very narrow hallways. So it would make a lot of sense to keep the school schools online and no in physical learning. But on the other hand, 
We have, you know, the athletes who really want to play. We have the students that aren't accustomed to learning online. And we also have special needs students who may not be accustomed to learning online, just like other people. So you need to weigh out the balances and stuff. I know we don't live in a school, but it, it still is a major part of our lives. And we spend most of our year in school. So I think it, we should be giving the we should be giving the choice to students and not, you know, people who are, you know, at the top. We should be giving it to students. That's my opinion, though. However, what I think we should always, you know, have our mass if we are given the option to go to school. But my personal opinion, I think we should just stay online, not take the risk since we live in one of the biggest COVID epicenters in the world. My whole thing is like, if like, let's say everyone, I, we do go back to school. Like, you know how we had the choices. We, I chose half and half. I wanted to go half and half because I don't like online school that much. And I do want, I do kind of want the like, you know, face-to-face um, learning. And I don't want like learning from a screen because it's really nasty and bad. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I, if I don't see a bunch of people wearing masks, I'm most likely going to ask my parents to pick me up from school. I'm going to be honest with you because I don't want the coronavirus. I don't. I'm not someone who's just gonna, not going to be thinking, oh, man, I have immunity because I'm in school. No, that's not how that works. I, the thing's still real. It's still very much a very dangerous virus. So I'm going to like make sure that if people aren't wearing a mask, I'll be wearing a mask. I'm not, not going to be lying to you. I will be wearing my mask. And if other people will not, like a bunch of people are not going to be wearing their mask, I might as well just stay home. Just might as well stay home. Like that's, that's the best I can do for myself. That's, I mean, I have to agree with you. I think staying home, again, we were given a choice because we do go to a charter school and we were given a choice whether we can go half and half, full in or full at home. And I did choose half and half myself because I, even though I did find an, an online school, I had no problems with it academically. I still need some sort of on in-person experiences just as well. Just, I need to be around my friends every now and again. I realize that. And I think, I personally would flourish doing well if we went down to the fact of half and half, because again, that's what I what I would hope to be able to kind of achieve. That's what I would feel most comfy at. And I think the fact that with with coronavirus though, the whole fact of how severe you have it is to the exposure of the virality that you were exposed to. So if you if you deal with COVID every single day, like medical workers and first first responders, sorry, I couldn't get the word for some reason out of my mouth. They're most likely to get the severe, the severest end of COVID. That's why I see so many nurses who get COVID for a week and then they do sadly pass because they're ICU nurses and they deal with it on a daily. And the fact being that it's already been confirmed that if schools do go back in person too early, a whole bunch of kids are going to die. Not only that, but you also have to remember there's teachers, there's janitorial staff, and a lot of the time janitorial staff are older women and some older men. So you're obviously not taking care of your workers or the people who are there, which is not safe for anybody. Not only that, but you also have people, again, we do mostly live our lives in school because we're there for the majority of our week, for the majority of the time of our week. And again, for the majority of our whole year. So the fact being that we do have to be exposed for seven, eight hours of this, depending if we go half and half and depending how they are going to merge it in. The fact being that they are doing this, it's a little unnerving because what's going to happen with it? How is it going to work if I go home and I have an older folk in my, I have an older person living in my house. I, teenagers are known for being carriers half the time teenagers don't even have symptoms how's that even gonna how's that gonna work you don't know that you're sick but you have older people living in your home depending if your parents are older you have grandparents you have whoever's living in your house so you're you're a beacon of 
trans of just completely having this transmissible disease being spread like as if it's nothing and the fact being that they aren't taking into, into consideration the whole manner of this is crazy because there's so much into it it's it's like there's so much into it that you have to dive head first because there's so many layers. You have the fact being that students most of the time are essentially, as I said before, carriers. They don't show symptoms, they're asymptomatic. And and some of the times, if they do have symptoms, it's like, a, it's like a normal flu, it's like a cold. People that I've known that are in the younger ages have said it was like a head cold. I felt bad for a couple of days. I still had it. But I was still quarantined in, in there. They were still quarantined in their room. I, I, I know that I said that I still had it. I, I've been negative for, for coronavirus since beginning of pandemic. I have no coronavirus. I was speaking in first person for people who have experienced it. I should have, I should have notioned that in the beginning. I'm very sorry. But they're, they're perfectly fine. They said, you know what? After I got tested for the two times negative, they feel fine. Obviously, as we said before, coronavirus does leave some physical impact on you where they said, well, you know, I have some some pain in my chest every now and again from my left lung because of what it did. And that's said to be normal. These everlasting symptoms or seem to be everlasting are quite frankly normal for right now. And the fact being that they aren't considering everything because you have to consider everything you can't just find it in the convenience of your state or your county to this point convenience isn't what matters anymore it really doesn't we've 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 left the state of convenience in the beginning of january we've left that okay the fact being that we started this year already a little off because of so many things that were happening convenience is the last thing that we've been it's on the back burner it's the last thing that we've been focusing on and the fact being that these people are just continuing trying to shove down students' throats, parents' throats, all these people's throats, that school's very, and school is very important. You know, education is important. You need to grow in order to experience life correctly. And education does offer that depending on what you are given, how you learn it, and how you interpret it. That is very true. But you can't force these students to go in person to school if they're uncomfortable. Because at this point, that would have a mental drain on them. And also, you know, we, we, we can talk about how bad that is for, for teenagers' mental health. And that's a whole new trauma in itself. So I think the fact that they aren't, again, con considering everything, and they aren't looking for all the health negligence that they're essentially bringing upon these people. And Georgia has a lot of cases in itself already. It, it'll, as I said before, it's also having especially in this city, Jefferson, there's continuous new cases. And the fact that they're just completely forgetting about it willingly. It's not like they're ignorant to their cases. They know about their cases. It, it is a little nerve wracking. It is a little worrisome because they're completely putting their own citizens on a back burner and they're putting their citizens' health as if it's not important because they're completely looking at what they want, looking at what they need, and disregarding it as, as, as if it's nothing. And that is a little upsetting. And I am, I did go off on a tangent. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> but it's true. It's very true. It's the fact being that they aren't paying attention. And they only want to see what can benefit them or their pocket. And not the people around them. And at this point in quarantine, we're not we're not about being selfish, it's about being selfless. You see a lot of people wear masks every day, such as doctors, such as first responders, and normal people like you and I, we, 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 we wear masks whenever we leave our houses for the safety of ourselves and other people. Because we don't know who we come in contact with. Yes, we do know, but we don't know who they come in contact with. And the fact being that, you know, we are completely opening ourselves and we are trying our hardest to be safe and keep everyone around us safe and keep those that we come into contact to safe is still crazy and the fact being that some of these people who are deciding these decisions that should not be decided by them is a little as i said before unnerving because again i'm a firm believer if you really want to have a true opinion based on this Ask the teenagers around you. 
I, a thousand and ten percent, that's not even a percentage, but a thousand and ten percent, they will give you a clean cut answer of what you want to hear. You might not want to hear it, but they'll give it to you because it's the truth. And again, these people aren't going to school in the middle of, of, of a pandemic. They didn't have to go to school on Friday the 13th and then not go back to school for who, for, for who knows how long. We still haven't gone back to school. We still don't have that opportunity. So if you really want to have this conversation, you really want to see when you should go back to in-house schooling and when you should really figure out your, your schooling measures, ask the teenagers around you. Because I, I am a thousand and ten percent sure they, they're going to give you a correct answer and an answer that's going to make everybody feel safe. But nobody wants to ask the teenagers around them. And that's a little concerning. And again, going off on a tangent, I'm a little mad now. But it's fine. We're, in the next segment, we're going to calm it down because we're going to talk about some cooling efforts and hot breezes. And whenever you're hot in general, water parks, they always calm a lot of people down. Here on the youth and radio, CSXM, and Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. Because I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He ate platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, 
It's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth on Series 6M 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the U Slam Radio Series Exam Channel 145. And today, I should have mentioned this earlier, but today is July 28th, which means it is National Water Park Day. Obviously, we're from Florida, a hot climate area. And we have a couple notable water parks. And again, even though we are in the middle of a pandemic and we haven't been to a water park in a while, in, in, in memory of Water Park Day and for the sake of your childhood, what are some of your most memorable water park related memories or stories or whatever? I know for a fact, my most memorable thing was I broke my wrist at a birthday party of, in a water park. I go back and I broke my wrist and that was definitely an interesting um, experience personally, but maybe, maybe your guys is, is a little more calmed down, a little more I don't know. Not about broken bones, hopefully. Who knows? Anything can happen in a water park, to be honest with you. Okay, Nicole. Mine was absolutely tragic. Absolutely tragic. My ice cream cone fell out of my hand at a water park. A fate ah. worse than death, Gerald. I'm fate so worse sorry. Than death, I swear to you. Ah. Oh, my God. Um... Hold on. Are you hold on? Are you comparing the trauma of breaking your arm at your cousin's birthday party, falling back, embarrassing yourself, humiliating yourself, breaking your wrist, to a falling ice cream cone? Yes, it's a fate worse than death. I'm sorry. A very fair comparison, if I may very add, fair Nicole. Comparison. You see, Mario agrees. <laughs> of course, I do. Exactly. Uh, by the way, I've only been to like a water park probably like once, like once. I, I don't. Brianna says no. Brianna says no. I, oh, we've been three okay three times. I probably was too young to remember. You absolute liar! You lied. I'm such a bloody liar, bro. Wow. I, I've been caught. I Mario, you can go. Gerald, does Brianna just have all of your memories? Like, do you not remember anything from yourself? Like, wow, that's just crazy, but... It's just, like, she's older than me, and we, like, usually have the same experiences since we grew up together. So, like, she has, like, three years uh, on me, so I barely remember stuff when I was, like, dude, younger. Dude, that's crazy. You grew up with your siblings? I know, that's, right? That's <laughs> crazy how that that's happens. insane. <laughs> Mind-boggling how that that's happened, bro. Crazy Very boggling. how that works. Under crazy. the same roof, same parents? Oh my right! Bonkers. Even even though my sister hasn't be- didn't believe it when we were younger though. Oh, I mean, I'm an only child, so I can't relate. Sorry. Mario, do you have any interesting memories? Because honestly, I, I'm tired of listening to Gerald bash oh, Brianna. Wow. She okay. can't. You know what? Fine. Exactly. I do. Mario, do you have any? Nice. Let us know. I have one. I have one. I I haven't really been to many water parks because, contrary to popular belief, Florida. Is really lacking in the water park department. I can only really think of one good one. I mean, we have a lot of water parks, but they're not really that great. I, the, all the good water parks are up north in New Jersey and New York. Those are where it's at. I got to say, they have all the best rides. And my favorite water park so far has been one in New Jersey, Wildwood. My favorite. It just has everything. I You go to Florida, you go to Great Plain Water Park, it's a kiddie pool with like one slide and a bucket that dumps water on you. That's not a water park. Why are you calling that a water park? Why are you lying? They tore down a library to build Grapeland Water Park. They tore down a catacomb of knowledge and experiences to build a kiddie pool that dumps water on your head. Why? Why, Florida? I would never get you Miami Day, but hey, you do you. But my favorite experience has probably been going to Action Park USA, which, if you do not know, is the most deadly water park in the world. I went there. It was very fun. It was very nerve-wracking. There was one ride I couldn't go on, and that was the Tarzan swing. I was too scared. My parents urged me. 
I just couldn't because it looked like a 500-foot fall. And I couldn't do it. So that was probably my most memorable experience, going to a Death Trap water park in New Jersey. I loved it every second of it. A man who has his limits. I can respect that. I can respect that. You know, you understand. You can't push it. Yeah, thank it's you, Nicole. It, yeah, I would, I wouldn't, I would probably look at that thing too and be like, ah, I'd like to live another day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like to keep can, most of my bones. Yeah, I would like, I mean, broke this one. I like to keep the other one still intact, and you're right with this one. But I don't know. I think it's interesting. And for the fact being that Gerald, Brianna, Brianna, please let me know. Do you have any memorable things where Gerald is completely humiliating himself? Unfortunately, no. Most of the time, oh. we try not to get hurt. That's the goal. But my brother is very nice. rebellious. He used to love running around. He likes to talk all the smack, but we are basically raised like twins. We were always together. But that's the brother sibling bond that we both have, even though he doesn't like to say it. We are very. Close. Oh, I can I can vouch for it. You guys are so close, so adorable. It's really nice the little protectiveness that happens here. Yeah. Um. One of the memories that I remember from the water park is the especially Grapeland because like, we've only been there three times because like my mom doesn't like public areas because you know we're not trying to get sick. Understandable. We used to go with our cousin. And we we grew up with our cousin a lot. We were always close with her. So there's a part in Grapeland that it's super cold. Like, super, super cold. I brought my everybody in, um, in my family with us to that coldest area, and we just had fun there. Messed around. Like, that's, like, one of those best memories. Nice. Nice. I think I don't have the best memories of water parks. I mean, I, I have good memories. I just like to remember that I broke my wrists like five years back. And that's the only thing that I remember from like that party too. I remember going on some trips, but I really remember like falling, falling back, having to hold myself up. I do remember going to, that was in Riptide, which they, they do have some cool attractions there. But I do know in the zoo in Miami that we have here, they have some like smaller water parks for like little kids. And I remember going there when I was a little kid and it was really fun and it was really nice. And I personally enjoy it. And I think that water parks here in Florida need to have some revamping. Yes. I do hear that. You see, every time I host is a different little person, sometimes it's Frank, sometimes now Anthony's come back from retirement. Now it's Rihanna. I like this new little change. Thank you so much for Gerald, Mario, Brianna, and Angel also giving his comments on the side every now and again for giving your opinions on what I've laid out to you. So, Slam Radio, CSM 145. We are the youth. We'll see you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.